It's a new year filled with new positive vibes. You are now tuning into Love, Wine, and a Good Time podcast with me, your favorite host, Fergie. If you're a new listener, welcome. So happy to have you here. If you've been with me for the past year, I appreciate you. Here in this podcast, we discuss different lifestyle topics such as confidence, self-love, careers, relationships, and everything in between. If you enjoy it, don't forget to leave a review on Apple, letting me know what you think. And then now you can also rate the podcast on Spotify. You just simply click on the profile and then the rating option is at the top. So without further ado, let's get into this episode. Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of Love, Wine, and a Good Time. Last week my little brother interviewed me about my career and although it was different, it was fun being on the other side of the interview. So if you haven't checked it out, go ahead and listen to it. Now I am giving you a back-to-back career episode because why not? You know, it's springtime, it's still Women's History Month, it doesn't get dark until 7, it's just overall great. And you know, I always love to hear about the different career journeys that different people have. I am really excited for this episode. My next guest I met when I interned for this brand activation agency and where I learned a lot about the logistics that go behind the activations that are very popular today and that we see throughout the different cities. She was my manager at the time and who was just always sweet and encouraging and I thought it would be really great and fun to have her here on the show. So I'd love to welcome Ciara to Love Wine and a Good Time. Yay, thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah, how's it going? How are you? I'm good. It's honestly, things are starting to pick up with the summer and like kind of last year what we expected post-pandemic even more so okay we're staffing up getting ready obviously just managing the west coast there's a lot going on already so yeah it's just gearing up for a very heavy summer yeah I feel like this is gonna be the the it summer right not (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah we'll see it's just it is very interesting it's just a bunch of like something that was missing last year was event sponsorships just because it was always kind of like are these events gonna actually happen or Mm -hmm. like are we going to agree to it plan and then postpone but I think last year showed like the events will in fact happen so yeah we're just getting into some festivals which is cool exciting yeah pretty exciting and different from what we did last year Awesome. And so for those listeners who don't know you, can you tell us some fun facts about you? Yeah. So I guess me personally, fun facts, I have a huge travel addict. I've been to probably like 27 countries or so by now. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I actually, I did three different exchange programs in college. So it was honestly very nice. I went to Ireland the first time, backpacked around Europe. Wow. Argentina the second time um, so got to get a taste of South America and then the last one was Singapore um, so also did a lot of the banana trail in Southeast Asia oh my god that's insane that's really awesome though so I know there's some people who say like once I've been there I'd never go back are, are you that kind of traveler or are there certain spots you would return to there yeah I am a little bit of that traveler which makes it really hard now especially like being in a new relationship with someone Mm -hmm. never really traveled because obviously all the places I've been to like in Europe he wants to go to so 
I definitely have to kind of take a step back and I'm also just like, all right, I can't go someplace new all the time. Right. And I definitely have tops. Like Peru is someplace I'd probably go again. And I think where else like the Philippines too. It's just, it obviously it takes time, takes money. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's, I'm, I'm working on it, getting around to going to multiple places. That's cool. I mean, I guess in, in a positive way to look at it is you get to check out places you didn't check out the, when you were there the first time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. It's like on any of those trips, there were always like countries or cities, places that I didn't get to experience. And like, even still going back to a place, it kind of gives you the opportunity to see things you didn't see before. Right. So that's also exciting. So I think I've been this is an international travel, but like to Seattle, probably like five times now. And it's oh. just, yeah. And it's just nice. I don't feel like a tourist anymore. Like I can really just go to like, hang I out. know my way yeah, I'm like <laughs> friends and just chill and not have to go to the Chalui museum and all that stuff. I'm just like, cool. I'm in a park. This is great. That's awesome. That's great. I feel like I, I want to travel more with my husband and I just because, you know, why not? Especially after this pandemic just makes us want to see what's out there more. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. I'm definitely glad because I had like a goal for myself. It was like one new country a year. Um, because at the time I was 25 before the pandemic hit and I was at like 27 countries and so I just okay I want to keep pace and so now 27 at 27 so I'm like all right I gotta keep keep going so that's still pretty good 27 countries at 27 years old I mean that's that's very impressive yeah (laughs) yeah so fun fact and then yeah I guess honestly beyond that I've really been working on my pottery so oh yeah how's that going honestly really good like I've actually it's taken a turn for the better I was getting a little discouraged last summer and then I I don't know it just kind of clicked I think I was getting more into the habit of going into the studio and mm-hmm. practice uh, time mm-hmm. and like honestly that's just it practice makes perfect and yeah it's it's going pretty well so I started um an Instagram account a week or two ago oh really well, what is it what is it so we could go check it out it's ceramica underscore diaz okay there's literally no content yet because i wasn't particularly ready i just wanted to keep the name and the handle and then friends started following up i was like but wait it's not it's not ready yeah. so more to come soon to post but yeah How exciting i just have to i guess do like a photo shoot with my pieces Oh, yes. You need to do a lot of photo shoots to see because I, I'm assuming you have a ton of pieces because you've been doing it for quite a while, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some better than others, but definitely like the recent ones. And I'm starting to kind of create or just think of an aesthetic in my head of like what mm-hmm. I want pieces to look like and how I want them to flow. So now, yeah, it's just a matter of like getting them out of the kiln and taking photos of them. Yeah, just... Photo shoots all the way. That I'm excited. I look forward to seeing those pictures. Yeah, they're yeah, they're actually I'm excited too. So yay! How fun! Those are some very fun facts, indeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I know you know that's how we met initially when I interned. But can you tell the listeners what you do? Yeah. So I work for an experiential agency. I'm actually now a program manager. So I've been with this company, Havas Street, for, I think, going on six years. 
no, five years now, something like that. Yeah, five or six years. Honestly, I've lost count at this point. Um, <laughs> it's been that long. But yeah, it's just, it's experiential marketing is pretty much, I like to simplify it as event planning for brands. Um, right. So it's a mix of like your marketing initiatives, um, but then also taking that into consideration and like creating these events and then actually getting the production experience to execute them. So. Yeah, it's, I remember it was really fun when to see all the logistics that go behind it. Obviously, you know, you don't really stop and think about that because like, hey, that activation looks really cool. Let's get some free stuff. But there's just so much that goes behind it. An insane amount of research for sure. And it it was just funny because I think we had that conversation where it's like my search history is so random it's like (laughs) you know I remember I was like from cowboy hats to like locations in I think what was it Chicago or like a small town in Colorado it's it it was a really fun experience for sure yeah definitely wear many hats have a lot of weird searches in your (laughs) or like who is this person you get some weird targeted ads too like yeah like especially the event research they're like oh you want to go here and you're like well i wish i don't have any money <laughs> right right you're like this is nice you're, you're targeting the wrong person right now <laughs> you're like i'm not planning an aspen trip i'm sorry <laughs> oh, it made me want to go to aspen at the time and it made me believe i could afford a trip and I, go <laughs> i'm still hoping i'm like amy please grant me the trip to aspen like, oh i don't my know God. what i need but like I'll plan 10 events I just I want to get to go yeah exactly right is there like a particular event that kind of just stands out to you that was either really stressful or really fun let's see I guess I'll start I'll start with the stressful one then I'll go to a fun one (laughs) it's always like the strengths and weaknesses start with the weakness first so probably the most stressful one I would say was the Hawaii event in particular it was really Yes, these Hawaii events were particularly stressful because they were three back-to-back events. And I was packing the night before. I planned everything with Virgie's help and we had things going. And then it just, there were no RSVPs like at all. We had been flagging it to the client literally for like the week that our RSVP system, these events were supposed to have 50 people per event. And I was packing the night of, and we had maybe like 10 total out of like, so again, 50 times three, 10 out of 150 people. It just, Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it was super stressful because it was like, all right, well, I've planned all of this. I'm getting on my plate tomorrow. I don't really know. Like it wasn't, we were the ones producing the event, but we weren't the ones sending out the invite. The client was. So I don't really know what happened there, but it just, I think coming out of the pandemic, people were a little iffy, especially yeah. why it was so closed off. But thankfully we ended up getting our manager at the time. She was very ingrained within the industry and invited a lot of people within the alcohol industry, um, which this event was tailored for. And mm-hmm. so we ended up with like a packed house all three nights. It oh, was that's awesome. fantastic. Yeah, it was literally, she pulled a rabbit out of the hat. But again, it just was one of the most stressful things because you're like, I've put in all this time and effort. And like, right. this is the one thing that I wasn't in charge of. And just the one thing that 
fell through the cracks and just how do we fix it? Right. Um, the one thing you can't control, right? Yeah. So found a solution. I had a packed house. The events went great. Thank goodness. Hopefully won't be an issue with our next Hawaii event next month. So yeah, oh, I'm sure it's not because I yeah. feel like you now people are very more comfortable going out and exploring and traveling and doing all these events. Yeah. So that was my most stressful. Um, probably my most fun event, I think was for, it was actually a cannabis like edibles brand. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So the agency played around with that a little bit, just with like that sphere. It was a new up and coming industry. I mean, it still is, but very new four years ago when it came up. And so it was interesting because there's a lot of gray areas because if you think like planning events for for alcohol is hard like for cannabis it's even harder yeah totally um, but it just it was really fun it was this cute teardrop trailer and it was branded it opened up it had like all of this like floral greenery arrangement that like trailed out the back with like all of the different fruits for the flavors. Um, oh really? That's cute. Yeah. It just, it was a beautiful, beautiful asset piece. And then like it acted as a photo backdrop. And so we got to take it to a couple of like small local ben- um, festivals because it was just like a SoCal tour. And yeah, it just was fun. I got to go out to a couple of the events. So that's honestly the fun part where I got to right. go out, got to see it in action, see people's reactions, work with my manager, and then afterwards enjoy a little bit of the festival too. So yeah. That's that always one. fun. Yeah, that one probably the most fun I think I've had. And I think it just I like challenges. And so when that one posed like a particularly interesting challenge and then came out with like a very beautiful result, it was pretty fun. Okay, I see what you mean. And so I know I learned about this activations and this industry, um, you know, when I interned and I found that uh, position, but I know it's been around for quite a while. So did you always know you would work within this industry or it just kind of fell into place? Absolutely not. I did not know. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah, I guess kind of just kismet fell into place, honestly. I originally went into college completely undecided on what I wanted to do. I think I originally was going in with the idea of like environmental engineering. Oh, wow. I, yeah, I'm like very involved um, with sustainability and like took mm-hmm. part in groups and I'm actually like volunteering with a sustainability group this year too, but I'm really interested in this. I want to major in it. And then I started taking, you know, STEM classes and I'd had a stint with physics in high school and it was not great like great at math physics not my friend yeah um so it was like when I found out I would have to take a lot of physics as part of like the GE requirements was like nope not for me so I like switched gears and I ended up going into communication studies I double majored in economics and communication studies for a while and then eventually dropped off economics so again, all over the board. Um, it happens. It's college, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was finding myself for sure. But I ended up just with a comm degree and then a minor in environmental science. But oh, nice. Yeah, so again, kind of all tied together. <laughs> uh, but with the comm degree, I knew I wanted to go into some kind of marketing. And I even did like a social media marketing internship. 
in college, but didn't know exactly where I wanted to go. So post-college, coming back from study abroad and realizing I needed a job, just was applying around. And this one in particular for Havas, it was, again, events intern position out in El Segundo and I was in Torrance, so just perfect location. And I had always joked to my mom because I had, I'm a planner by nature and had mm-hmm. a bunch of events growing like throughout high school and college. I had joked with her that if, you know, college, any of my degrees, if none of that worked out, I would just be a wedding planner. Oh, and, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so that's what, when I found this, I was like, well, like this is on brand. It tracks for me. So I went in, did the interview, got the internship and then the rest is history. I've just never left apparently. <laughs> yeah. It's no, it's a perfect place if you're a planner for yeah. sure. Yeah. And it's, and everybody's really great from my experience. Everybody was always very welcoming and it felt like a little family because a lot of people had started as an intern and worked their way up. So I thought that was really great because that's very rare in any company that you go to today. So I'm like, oh, this is cute. It's like, this is a nice little family. And yeah, yeah everybody does a lot of great work and a lot of events. And it was nice to see it all come together. I mean, I, I didn't go to the events, but seeing the behind the scenes and then the reports afterwards of how, you know, it's nice to see, you know, all the hard work and it executed very well. It just makes you feel good. Yeah, no, yeah. Because again, it's like, it's funny because whenever I say like, oh, I'm an event planner for brands, everyone's response is like, wow, that's so stressful. That like must be so stressful. And it's just like, yeah, it is. It's not, I guess, like any other job where you can push back a deadline. Your yeah. deadline is your event day. So it either happens or it doesn't. So that's true. There's a lot of it's a lot of pressure, but it's like when you get to see it happen, you're just like, wow, like I made that happen. Wow, these people are having the time of their lives. They're enjoying it. And that's kind of where you're like, you can take a breather and just have fun with it and see how everyone's interacting. And then afterwards it's just a cleanup and you just you feel it's like a great sense of accomplishment where you're like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, like this is done with. It was great. Moving on to the next one and let's do it all over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it and it always presents a different challenge too. Like no event is similar. You're yeah. even if you're doing like a repeat program, it's usually a different venue, different people. So that's also the part I like about it is it's just it's challenging in that respect where it's constantly changing. So and, and that helps, right? And that explains why you're able to be there for so long so long just because it's not the same thing. Yeah. And the challenge is great, right? And that's that's what you enjoy and it just kind of comes with it. So that's really it's like it's it's all always funny to see or interesting to see how like things just fall into place in our lives. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that, I, I think that's really great. And within this journey that you've been with the past couple of years with Havas, are there like any any lessons that kind of stand out to you or just career wise in, in general? I think career wise, probably just Honestly, I think, I don't know if it's particular from this job, but just in general, like working my way up too, like you do have to advocate for yourself because I think a lot of times too, especially when you're working in an agency, you do tend to get overwhelmed because you have like multiple clients, multiple projects coming in and just kind of advocating for yourself and communicating with people like, Hey, I'm slammed. I'm busy or I'm working because again, with events, it gets stressful with the time crunch. So it's like, hey, I'm working 90 hours this week, kind of advocating, even just if it's like, 
I could use a bonus because I'm salaried, but working double mm-hmm. my usual, like I'm working, what is it, 80 hours a week versus 40 hours a week, that kind of thing. So yeah. I think, again, it's not particular to the industry, but just as an employee in general, advocate for yourself because as my mom always said, no one's going to do it for you. So that is true. No one tells us that to begin with, but it's like, how do you even go about it? You know what I mean? Because initially when you think about it, that sounds very scary. Very, yeah. yeah. Like a while, like I, in a way you're like, I'm grateful and I'm thankful, but I know I do more, you know what it's So it's, that's, I know I've always struggled with that and I'm sure yeah. we're not the only ones. Oh gosh, no, no, it's very hard. And I will say it's harder when you're first starting out because you're just, I, you don't have the experience under your belt. You're like, I'm here to absorb, I'm here to learn. And I do think that's a very key thing when you are starting, but it definitely, as you get more ingrained into the workforce and have that experience, it is a little bit, know your worth. You're a valued employee, unless you're sitting around doing nothing. You're putting in the time and the effort and they value you and hopefully, hopefully that's the case with most people. Right. But that's where it's, you know, you just have to recognize you're putting in the time and the effort and it's worth something. And like, whenever you approach the subject, it's, it never needs to be in like an angry way. It's just got, Hey, you know, factual like X, Y, Z. And you know, this would be great. And worst they're going to say is no, you're not going to get a raise or no, you're not going to get a promotion, but Chances are they'll say, okay, well, we can't give it to you right now, but we see you on your on that path. They're like, what can we do to get you there? So yeah, it, it kind of starts that conversation. Yeah, you know, just a little, hey, just yeah. to let you know, a little push. <laughs> yeah, or it's like, yeah, just something. I'm taking on a lot of responsibility. Like, I want this. What can I do to like get that promotion or get that raise if now isn't the mm-hmm. right time? And then honestly, if you approach it that way in like a very constructive, positive way, like chances are your boss will respond the same way. And then they will also advocate for you to help you grow. Yeah. So, yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. No, that's a very great lesson and great advice just because I know for me growing up in particular, I feel like, I don't know if it's a a Latino household thing, but the way that our parents raised me and my siblings were like, okay, you know, you, you do what you're told, you do your work, you do good. Don't be greedy. Don't ask for more. So I feel like that's the mentality that just kind of sticks. But then it's, it's also learned, obviously, you know, being in the work field, just any field, like you mentioned, you, you realize that like, okay, I, I feel like I learned everything I could where I am now, or I know that I'm doing better you know there's there's another title that I could move up to and it's just a super hard conversation but it needs to be had because yeah yeah, it's like what your mom had mentioned no one else is going to do it for you and I also heard another another saying where like closed mouths don't get fed yeah (laughs) so that's I was like okay that that's very uh forward and it's very true (laughs) yeah yeah I definitely I I see you on that. It's funny. One of my bosses, he always commented kind of when I was starting out, he's like, you know, I can always rely on you. You're a hard worker. You keep your head down. And again, to your point with my mom being Guatemalan, it's like, you see it with your, like my grandma, with her, where it's like that kind of immigrant mentality of you just are grateful for what you have and you just keep working hard. But I will say that's probably the one thing I am grateful for my mom is like, no, advocate because 
I think honestly, she's been, she's tired of having been stepped on in that. Yeah, of course. She's just like, you know, you're the generation following me. You put mm-hmm. in the time and the effort. Honestly, I think a little bit it's herself that she's like, I've put in the time and the effort. <laughs> I want <laughs> I that thing, that pressure of like, I like I put in so much time into like raising you. You have to go to college. You have to yeah. there. Yeah, I'm sure you feel that. That's a different pressure. <laughs> yeah, but it is again, it's I think it's served me pretty well. And thankfully, like Havas is a great company that's very yeah. interested in growth and kind of helping whoever is there like internally to actualize like where they want to be and kind of follow Mm -hmm. the growth path. So very fortunate in that respect as well. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. The great lesson to take from that is also learning how to take up space. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Absolutely. That's, that's really, really great advice, honestly. And I know those are all the questions that I had set for you, but are there any other things that you, any last things you'd like to say? I think it pretty much covers it. It's interesting, again, it's the immigrant mentality, because my boyfriend's white, and so, <laughs> to be honest, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just FYI. <laughs> that's not PC, but, like, we have this conversation a lot, and just, like, our different work ethics and work styles, yeah. and just the difference in mentality of just our cultural upbringing, too. Yeah. So. It's like, how do you explain that to someone who doesn't, you know, who wasn't raised that way. Because yeah. I feel like that I, that is the way that we were brought up, right? Because you want to make sure that you work 10 times hard because your parents did. Mm-hmm. And so that all their sacrifices just weren't for nothing. And it, it comes with a lot of pressure. And it also comes with like, okay, I'm, I'm going to work hard and I'm going to do what I have to do and not ask for more because I should be grateful I'm even here in the first place. And it just, it just it's, it's a cycle. And then you encounter other people that are just kind of like, I'm going to take it because I deserve it. Why not? And yeah. you, there's a lot of learning. I know I did a lot of learning, you know, especially majority of the places where I work, I, 90% of the time, I'm the only Latina in the room. Yeah. You know, so the, it's, it's like imposter syndrome and many other things, but yeah. yeah, at this point, you know, I've worked through it and I've learned, but it's like I'm still learning. Yeah. You know? I think, and it's always interesting. It's, I remember too, like in an interview once, um, it was like a mentorship program back at UCLA, but it was always, it was like a program where you interviewed in front of a panel of judges and then they told you, gave you feedback on how to improve. And okay. the thing was always, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to lie. You just twist the truth type of thing. But it's kind of in the same vein of the, like, if you're just twisting your thinking, your mentality, you can feel very uncomfortable if you're like, I'm the only Latina in the room. But I think you can also twist it and just feel like I'm the only Latina in the room. Like that's empowering because I'm here for a reason. I've worked my butt off. I'm here and like my voice and my opinion does matter. And I know it is harder in some workplaces compared to others. But I think it is, again, just a key to remember that you're valued, you're worth. (laughs) Yeah. So far. And so it's like, you know, don't don't back down to the pressure like use it to really like motivate you and like fuel yourself so yeah it's a really great point thank you yeah <laughs> some great words yeah it's true right turn that negative into a positive because only you can do that where whatever situation you're in yeah that's what you're able to control so I, I love that I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna keep that <laughs> 
Okay. I'm going to store that in the back of my mind next time. <laughs> it's good. I'm a huge fan of, I've never read it, but like The Secret and all that stuff where it's all about your mentality and your willpower. And it's yeah. just, you know, if you, it's, if you have that mentality, you kind of almost manifest it for yourself. So it's when I think you get in trouble when you start kind of having that lack of confidence, like whether you realize it or not, it does ultimately come through. So faking it till you make it really. Oh, yeah. Totally. I feel like that your mind has the power to change everything. And I feel like sometimes it gets the best of us just depending on whatever situation we are in. But it it is turning that into a empowering note, just kind of remembering like who you are at the end of the day and how far you've come. So I love that. I love that. That's really great. But thank you for those words. And thank you for your time for being here on the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much. I love it. And thank you, as always, for tuning in to another episode of Love, Wine, and a Good Time. I hope you enjoyed it, and we will catch you on the next one.